Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The Self Love Club, a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. I'm Val Crawford, and you can find out more about why I've launched this club at valcrawford.com. I'd love for you to join it, and trust me, it's not like a cult or pyramid scheme. It's literally just a club where you can come hang out. It's going to be a fun time. Join me for a podcast series where we'll hear the stories of girl boss women who are doing super cool things with their lives. We'll find out how they've done what they have, their self-love and self-care practices, and they'll share their tips to empower you to live your best life. Spiritual healer and businesswoman Gaia Chaniah, known as Soul33, is my therapist and joins me on the Self-Love Club monthly for our series Love Lessons. In this episode, we focus on what we want, so desire, desperation, and discovering yourself. Welcome back, Gaia, for episode six of Love Lessons, another love lessons for us. This episode, we're discussing desire, desperation, and self-discovery. Let's touch on desire and what you want to cover off, Gaia. So I just want to put it out there for you guys to remember, and it's something I remind myself all the time. We, from a spiritual perspective, we have come to earth to discover ourselves. That's what we've come here for. And so we've all come onto the planet with desires. We want stuff. We want to be successful. We want to be in relationships. We want to be rich. We want to travel the world. Desire, 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 desire. So desire is the longing and the wanting of more that is outside of you. So what I want to talk about today is how desire can sometimes turn into desperation. Mm. And when to, you know, pull yourself back from that and how to always um, be embarking on things with the intention and the perspective to discover more of yourself. And the reason why I say that is because I see people who um, are wanting things because of their ego. Like sometimes I see really wealthy business people, right? They're like in their 60s and 70s. They've made it, but they're still going. They're still wanting more. And so when I, you know, dig into that and ask questions like, why are you doing that? Oh, I just want to be known as like, you know, the most successful person or I want to win the award that um, says that. That's not about self-discovery. That's about your ego being... Mm. um, being stroked from external That can be hard to differentiate because sometimes you do want to be the best at your job and and have a long career in it, you know? Like, so how do you work out the difference between... See, I've had to go through this because I, and I always say this to my clients, I'm quite a controlling person. Like, Like, that's why I have my own businesses and stuff because I don't like being told what to do. And so initially that was coming from an ego place. Like, I don't want to be told what to do until I had to check myself because then things, when I see this in clients also, things start coming in where we compare ourselves to others or we get jealous about what other people have or we feel threatened by what other people do because that's all ego stuff. So that's our desire turning into desperation to achieve and want things, not because we actually want those things, but actually because we feel like we need to do them to one up or we be better than somebody or to have to be seen as somebody special and i watched a um a video recently by dr shafali and she's been on oprah before and she talks about how parents should 
encourage children to just love their ordinariness and not try and get them to be child prodigies and not trying to get them to be, you know, number what is it, tiger moms. <laughs> tiger moms, yeah, totally, man. It's like it's it's about that. But we actually need to take that child in us and make sure that our the things that we do are out of our desire to discover ourselves and not being desperate. Like you're doing your podcast and I know this because I know you as a client is it's not out of desperation or ego because you don't get anything out of it, you know, really. It's it's you're giving, you're giving, 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 but you're discovering so much of more of who you are through these amazing conversations that you're having with people. And so while remembering that we're here to discover more us more of ourselves, go into the things that you do, every day-to-day activity, asking yourself, how am I going to learn more about myself from this activity? Even when confrontations or conflicts come up. How am I going? It's because usually, you know, and I see this with clients, especially when I confront them on things, defensiveness. Um, they'll come up and say, no, that's not me. Like um, in the case of um, someone wanting to leave a marriage because they're cheating. Oh, but I gave it a good go. I was married for 35 years. I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not asking you to be defensive. I'm not judging you, No, Mike. I'm not judging. I'm just asking you to yeah. question this a bit further. And so, you know, looking at why you're doing things is is really important in terms of differentiating between the desire and desperation because we are actually here on a spiritual perspective to be the best that we can be while fulfilling our soul and fulfilling our human side because there's those two different things that we work with. And so the human side is the ego, want, want, want. I want to get the, you know, the next Deadly Ponies bag, which are awesome because I've got one. Oh, my God, same. <laughs> I've had mine for years, though, the same one, and yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And, and so there's nothing wrong that, like, I'm a spiritual person, but there's human things that I want to do. Like, my girlfriends who know me will be like, don't be living in a tree in 50 years' time. I'm not, I'm not going to live in a tree. <laughs> be a bit, it'll be cold, but it'll be really cold, I think, <laughs> about those. Things. And I'm always you know? cold. I won't be able to heat my wheat bag up. But you know, but it's it's, it's oh, about little Nana Gaia. <laughs> I'll be so tiny and cute. Oh, you'll be the cutest Nana. <laughs> but it's true though. So it's about really like some people who think um, that people who do my work are real woo woo and spiritual and you know love light. That's not actually me. I'm actually quite motivated and driven. Yeah, and you and have a human experience. Absolutely, yeah. and it's really important to do that. But I ha- I had to question my desire sometimes and to make sure that it doesn't turn into desperation. So that's um, really important. And something you brought up with me before is about sabotage. Do you want to tell your other story about that? So when I first came to see you as a client, I think it was like 2016 maybe. A couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, which has gone fast. But I remember I had started getting really bad anxiety again, which I've always had, but it sort of reappeared for me, especially around relationships and like, you know, I like start of relationships and I had a few like starts and like just, I don't know, I was dating and it always like, you know, you start something, but it was like really starting something quick, like progression quite fast. And then it was just quite intense. And I was finding in these relationships, I was having really bad anxiety. And like, I was really worried that I was going to sabotage my life basically and never have what I wanted to have, like be in a really loving relationship and have the life I wanted. Cause I was, it's like, that's what the anxiety, like you're anxious about being anxious, which is like makes it so much worse. (laughs) Yeah. So I was just, it was really bad. Like I was worried if I was going to ruin my life. Yeah. Because, you know, like what you say, like you manifest things, you know, you kind of, you create a lot of what happens in your life. So I was worried if I was thinking or feeling these things that I was therefore going to do that throughout my whole life. And I was like, 
help me. And so you had the awareness before it turned into desperation, Mm. you know, and so that's really important because desperation ruins everything. Desperation ruins our our human journey. It ruins relationships. It ruins the beauty of what could come if we just – went with our desires of actually I really would love a loving relationship but I love myself enough so I'm okay Mm. to recognize when a relationship comes in that is going to actually fulfill you rather than clutching on because I see this all the time with people who are like oh my god you know I'm you know does anybody want me Mm. you know and start clambering for straws because they're desperate that they're going to miss their boat and so this is where you can have the desire and wanting to go into a relationship to to discover or or a business or whatever it is that you're wanting you have the desire to obtain to discover more of yourself because it's a lot of external things that we try and mask or put a band-aid on when we become desperate it's like I need someone to make me happy I need someone to give me a baby I need someone to financially support me I need someone to whatever and this this is where desire can turn into the desperation and it becomes quite um unnerving for me when I'm working for someone because I'm like right we need to change this pattern this energy pattern with you because otherwise you are going to end up in a relationship for a few years and then it's going to end because you just grabbed the first thing that you saw because that's what you thought you Mm. wanted and needed. And often what I see as well is people who are lost. Now, I don't want to bring up any names, but there's been a recent-ish controversy over some um, social media uh, putting people, gay people down Mm -hmm. and, you know, that kind of thing. And it's come from a very, very strong religious. Um, we can say who it's from. Okay, Israel Folau. Yeah, couple of months back, he posted this, um, and it was it was basically saying that if you're, it wasn't just gay, but it was like if you're uh, you know, lots of gay, things. you're a drunk, yeah, you go going to hell. I was like, great, we're all going to hell. <laughs> it sounds like a good place to, to be. We like, yeah, I'll see hell. you there. Um, and so, you know, people who are lost, right? And this is my perspective because. From a spiritual perspective, we need to come into the world being balanced and, and have a balanced view. That's how we can tolerate and accept people and our experiences without it being so far-fetched. I know this from clients and and personal friends who are lost. They don't know who they are. They don't know what their purpose is. And there's nothing wrong with that because you are here for that self-discovery, which is what I was saying. But often people who are lost and then they fa- find a community that gives them a way to think, they will adopt that in full force. Is that what he's done? Absolutely. That's my point of view is that he was lost and now he's found (laughs) and he was found. You see that a lot with some like, I mean, any religion really, but, you know, we've all known someone that was really loose, full on. I'm not saying anyone in particular, I'm not referring to him, but, you know, we've all known that person who was like, Real full on, like, you know, it was like the light, like a big party person, did drugs, sleep with lots of people. And then all of a sudden they're like, Hello, I'm a Christian. I'm born again. I've yeah. never had sex ever. And it's like, well, well, Kathy, we know what you did in high school, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. apparently you're perfect now. And it's not it's not any judgment in that. You can do whatever you want, of course, but when you have when you are lost, you ha- you are more vulnerable because you're desperate to find a community that you fit in and then oh, we love you and we'll care for you, which is where all the external factors come in because it's part of a bigger movement and you feel like you're part of something. Mm. Because if you are a sane, balanced human being, there's no normal because nobody's normal. Nah, that's weird. What's normal? Yeah. If you are a sane, balanced, empathetic, compassionate human being, 
you will know that saying things or having beliefs like like as extreme as that that hates people and puts fear into people is wrong. Mm. You can't do that to people. People are very sensitive and vulnerable. Like the comments on that particular page of, you know, people look up to you and what if, you know, people, who knows, could be suicidal after yeah. reading because feeling like they're doing something wrong. There's a difference between opinions and free, like free speech and hate speech. And yeah. I think free speech can turn into hate speech definitely with those extremists. You know? yeah. yeah. And so if you are feeling lost, Go, go find, go seek, ask questions, look at different communities, whatever, but just don't be desperate to fit in. This is where you have to know what your own desires Mm. are and be strong in yourself so that you don't get swayed by things and that you don't get swept up in Um, in situations because you were desperate to hold on to things. Like I see this all the time with clients also is that because of the desperation sets and they'll be like, I'll just convert to a different religion because he or she is that religion. But where if it was me, I'd be like, go to hell, I'm not converting. You can stay that religion and I'm staying this religion. You do what you want and I'll do what I want. And you should be okay like Mm. that. Unless you really want to from a genuine place, that's different. But you shouldn't feel like, oh, I'm going to lose them because you should be, you are enough the way you are Mm. and you should be loved in whatever, and we talk about love in a very broad sense in these episodes, you should be loved in in every way, not because you have to fit in somewhere or because out of desperation you feel like, oh, my God, they're only going to want me if I do this and if I do that and if I believe the same, have the same beliefs as you do. We should all be able to believe what we want to believe, and if it's going to hurt people, shut your mouth about mm, it. Yeah, think it, but don't <clears throat> bloody say it. No, that's, where, that's when you're allowed uh, entitled to your own opinions and thoughts, but don't hurt people like that because – you have been brainwashed, basically, mm. to believe that this is a certain way of thinking. And the way social media is now, you can say these things way more than, like, to a way bigger platform than you would, you know, however many years ago. Yeah. Um, a couple of questions. So back to sabotage. Yeah. In your opinion of with your clients and what you know through the work you do. Yeah. If you are worried that you're sabotaging things or that you maybe are coming from a place of desperation with whatever it may be, in your opinion. Does that mean things, if someone's like, you know, thinks they're self-sabotaging, being desperate, does that mean that they are like going to ruin things for themselves? No. Like, do not, things work out? Not necessarily ruin things. So I, I noticed this with timing that if you don't check your sabotaging behaviour early on, you could potentially push into the future what you actually want. Oh. But yeah, I see this a lot. So someone will be like, because a lot of people. Magic manifesting. <laughs> magic manifesting. Wow. Because a lot of people will be like, um, so when am I going to meet her or when am I going to meet him? And I'm like, I wish I knew that, but I don't know that because it could be, I, all I know is that you will, but the, the how, the hows are your lessons, remember? That's, yeah. You've got to experience the hows. So in terms of whether sabotaging does ruin things, it can, but in a case like your situation where you are aware of, aware of it, if you check it and you're aware of it and do something about it, you're not going to stop what you want from happening, but it does, but you know, it's not to frighten you. I do see people who sabotage their relationships or their whatever so much that it doesn't actually happen the way they want to. Yeah. You know, and it can happen, but, but it doesn't necessarily have to go that way either. You can absolutely have whatever you want as long. It's like, you know, if you know there's something wrong in your relationship, if you don't address the elephant in the room, it's probably going to end at some stage. Whereas if you just are brave enough to confront it and deal with it and be like, okay, 
why like this is one thing I see in relationships a lot and I know we love the relationship topic because that's what well, we're it runs you know, all into yeah it, we're yeah. all into it and I see this a lot and because my clients are mostly women I will see women really strong women and you're one of them and I'm one of them really strong women that have their own businesses who are really masculine in the way they think and they come in going, I think I'm going to ruin my relationship and I really love him because I'm too masculine, like I'm too domineering and I'm too controlling. And so my advice in those kind of situations is that you can be controlling and domineering, but save it for a certain part of mm. your human experience, your self-discovery when it comes to your work or your whatever. And in your relationship, just you're safe. Yeah, you know, like channel it in the right way. Channel like it in the right way. Put that into your work rather than a relationship. So, yeah. yeah, so it's not about becoming, yes, that's not going to happen with me. I'm not going to become submissive and just sit there and go, oh, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> Hell no. Anyone who knows me personally will be like, no, well, way would Gaia do anything that anybody yeah. tells her to do? But I, there is that really soft, gentle side yeah, to me too. Yeah, and we're similar in that way is that I'm – I'm very um, – I've had guys, guys tell me, you're so independent. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I am. But I'm also really good at being in a relationship too. Like I've learned that and I am really good at that. You and know? that's how it should be. You should be able to do both. And we've discussed this before mm. is that you should be able to sit in the middle and do both. Everything is about balance and remembering and going back to the title of this topic, desire, desperation and self-discovery, knowing the difference. So how do we – get what we desire without being desperate. I know we've kind of covered this off a bit, but what are some tips and ways we can make sure we're, you know, living our life to our true desires without letting desperation tie into it? Okay. So one thing, one really important thing to consider uh, with your question is that whatever you're going into in terms of your desire is to make sure that it enhances you and it doesn't, it's not actually taking away from you or it's not um, getting your ego or rubbed up the wrong way. It's that it's enhancing you. It's enhancing your experience of life and your self-discovery. This is what I've loved about um, a relationship that I've been in is that it started off really horrible. I, I didn't have a honeymoon period at all, but the relationship just got better and better and better because I was learning so much about myself throughout the process. There wasn't all that fake bullshit in the start where, you know, that most people go through because I had been used to having a relationship like that where everyone's all lovey-dovey in the beginning and it turns into just a, yeah. you know, there's a complacency that happens. Well, good it's on natural. you for being patient enough to see it out because yeah. most people will be like, oh, and no, so yeah. And so to, to, if you are persevering in something, whether it's a business or it's a whatever, is making sure that it's enhancing you because mm. if, you, if your desire is not manifesting out because you're desperate – it's probably because whatever you are embarking on is not actually enhancing you. It's taking away from you or it's hurting you or it's a fear-based thing. And remember, we're approaching everything with love. Mm. We're approaching everything with love. So you don't need to be desperate to be able to find yourself some, find yourself something or someone else. You just need to be looking into it. And, and I get this also with people, like I have a lot of different types of business people that come, practitioners and everybody, like lots of life coaches and wellness people and stuff like that. And some some people want to differentiate themselves from another because they want to be seen as the better one, you know? And so the is the desire actually to discover more of themselves by That's being an amazing. That's an ego thing. It's an ego mm. thing. And it's the same with relationships. It's just about... Uh, making sure that 
there's no desperation. You don't need to be desperate. You really don't. And and if you are, you are this, you are actually sabotaging yourself and getting what you want by going into things in a desperate mentality and a desperate energy. But how do you mean you're sabotaging because yourself? By being, because by being desperate, right? So say like, okay, I'm 37 this year. Oh my God, I'm not, I haven't had a baby yet. What am I going to do? Rather than being desperate about it, I've changed my intention of my desire is to become a mother because I will discover so much about the capacity to love from a from being a mother than I would just by being an individual mm. woman. So rather than being desperate about it, I've changed it because that's calling it in even more rather than going, this girl just wants to have a baby. <laughs> have a baby randomly. And it's hard because like it's hard to I mean, yes, you've got to turn that around and, and focus on the positive thing. Like and that's when it comes like affirmations is always like, you know, like I am well even if you're sick. You know, yes. I am well rather yeah. than talking about what you even if you're sick or whatever. Um, but it's an actual feeling bell. Yeah. It's like the, your DNA, like I can feel it in my clients, like from a first session versus the second session, like, whoa, this person's gone in and put in the work. They have looked at their desires and been like, I actually don't need to be desperate about these desires and I can still get what I want. I'm just looking at it and changing the way I feel about it to bring it in because mm. desperation ruins everything and when we cover desperation it doesn't I think a lot of people will think desperation in relationships which is yeah it's a huge place for it but desperation can go into so many other areas like career like friendships families just when you hear the word desperate don't think oh desperate desperate girl wants a boyfriend No, no like that's definitely a part of it but um if someone is feeling like and I feel like a lot of us do we're human if you're feeling like maybe someone's feeling like they're a little bit desperate with something or they're coming from a place of fear, which is how you know you're desperate, yeah. if you're coming out of fear for something instead of love, how can they fix that? Or what are some things people can do to help with that? Is to actually admit it first, to admit that you are actually feeling desperate. And, and in terms of friendships, this is a really interesting one because sometimes I, you know, this is, I see this sometimes where, you know, you might be, friends with a group of people and they go out for a lunch without you or they have a party and you're not invited. That desperation is like, oh, why am I not invited? That rejection also comes out. It's like, I want to be part of that cool group or whatever. Whereas I notice, especially um, with what I see, is if you just took a chill pill about it and just be like, I have a desire to be friends with that group of people. Um, but I don't need to be desperately loved and liked by them, the more likelihood of you being invited in the future will happen. And so it is really just being consciously mindful of yourself knowing, and because I do that with me, whenever, if my ego rears up, I'm like, right, Gaia, why are you actually doing this? I have a conversation with Gaia. Gaia, are you you jealous or are you desperate to be better than that person? Or can we change this? Can we change this to actually, you're going to learn more about yourself if you actually embark on this journey and do that. So, you know, there's nothing physical you can do in terms of um, your your behaviors, the way you're wired. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 more about rewiring yourself and then going from there. And another thing along this line is um, is to ask yourself. This is a good question to ask yourself: Would we do a lot of the things that we do, embark on our desires? if there wasn't someone else involved. So for example, this group of friends situation, right? If it wasn't this particular group of friends who had say 1.5 
million uh, Instagram followers on each combined in their pages and there was a reason to be part of their group, right? Would you actually have that desire to be friends with them, or what? What is? Why is it? Is That's it, a really good you question. Know? Or like, is it? Is it desperation because you want to be part of the? Because I've had this stuff come up in sessions before, where someone has said to me, "Oh, so and so, like quite well known people in New Zealand, going, oh, they they always have like dinners and things and never invite me." And I was like, "That's because you're desperate." You're in the you're in the same clique kind of as them, but if you weren't desperate about it, they'd pick up on that and be like, "Let's invite you too." But because you want is that it on a so, sub, bad. is that on a like subconscious yeah, level? It is because once I confronted this person on that, that, like a few months down the track, she actually got invited into that circle <laughs> of things. It's because people pick up on that. Like, why do we want someone who just wants to be around us? Because combined, we have two million followers. Yeah, that's really sad. you know. So this is where you've who got cares? to you've got to be like totally aware of all of that too. It can be quite hard when you're in that really bad spot of feeling like you're sabotaging, you may be desperate or something. It can be really hard. I knew that I needed to come to you to help me with that. Mm. Um, because it's like, if especially if it's something you, it's a pattern, it's like getting therapy. Like sometimes things can be hard to break and you're not quite sure how to work it out yourself. But those are some good tips on how we can do it. I think separating why you want something. Yeah. Why do you want this? Yeah. Why is it so important to you? And also taking other people out of the yeah. equation. I, I do that Stop a lot. Stop competing with people. Yeah. And if you, and if you, like what, like I, because, you know, I spend a lot of time on my own and I always think, would I do this if, um, someone else is here or would I, would I, what could I do, especially like mums and things with partners, they're like, oh, I can't do certain things because I've got these people to look after or whatever. But if you actually removed them out of the situation, what what kind of decisions would you make for yourself based on the desires that you have? And is it out of desperation or is it out of proving to the other mothers in your space Space group. I was going to say space jam because that's what I call tell my friend when she's taking her kids to space group. Um, it's weird. <laughs> There's I don't know. a space group for kids. There's a space Lol. group. It's not actual kids like, these days. NASA space. I don't know what they're doing there, but I, I don't know. It's some sensory <laughs> thing. But you know, it's you know sometimes there's pressure like um, of competing with the other mothers and things, whereas. Your desire is to discover yourself as a mother and to discover your child. It's not about being desperate to fit in and, and be normal, quotation marks, like other mothers. So it's really about separating yourself from whatever it is that you're feeling desperate about and looking at it from a desire to discover yourself. Desire to discover yourself. That is all you are here on this earth to do is to discover more and more about yourself. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. You can subscribe for more episodes and catch up on apps you may have missed. Reviews and sharing the Self Love Club with your friends and on your Instagram stories helps so much in spreading the self love message to others who may need it. To keep up with the Self Love Club, find me at Belle Crawford on Instagram and you can check out my website too. It's bellcrawford.com for the Self Love Club resources and blog posts. Plus, join the Self Love Club community on Facebook where you can connect with other members around the world. A big thanks to our audio engineer, Nick Baldwin, and we've got heaps of boss babes coming up to empower you through the rest of 2019 with weekly episodes available each Monday. Catch you soon, babes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.